take your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Edwards. Oh, man. Rainbow three by Anthony Edwards puts him in double figure scoring. And once you pitch a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back on the track at the wall. Twins take the lead 2 1. Nelson Cruz golfing a 1 2 pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter who fires. Parisi on the rebound, scores! right to Dalvin, turns it up, to the end zone, touchdown! All right, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor is back live with you people. What's going down? the palatial western abode we can't call it the western white house because i'm not the duly elected sports president but hey let me tell you something man phoenix arizona in the winter time there is just nothing better or, or a few spots better uh to be in thank you very much people for tuning in this is vince Wright, the sports governor we are back sports done right lots oh man lots to get into tonight Vikings coaching searches. Uh, we got go for basketball, men's, uh, ladies having a, a rough go of it this year, but it is what it is. And then also, we got the Brian Flores story breaking NFL wise. So, you know, lots to get into there, but first and foremost, people, and again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Sports Done Right is W R I G H T, my last name. Just Google it. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and a very, very major announcement before we get started tonight. So. I want to thank my friend uh, Isha over at the Soda Pod, one of the best hockey podcasts that you will listen to on the web, internet, whatever. Love those guys. Was on their show. Uh, quite an honor. Him, State of Hoppy, all those guys. And Isha apparently runs or helps run a sports network, of which he is asked. He asked us if we would like to join, and that network is the Pigskin Podcast Network. Honored to say that we've actually signed contracts for my first paying gig as a podcaster. We will be on the Pigskin Podcast Network, and folks, I am so, so happy that I can officially say that so Ladies and gentlemen, we are part of the crew over there. So there you go. 
Big shout out to Isha. You know, it's in and another. Oh, by the way, uh, a shout out to uh, Brandon uh, Ruwaki. I hope I did his last name justice. If not, I will get that straight. But he kind of handles the onboarding, some of the technical issues. Talk with both of those guys, and it was just a great fit. I, I'm so excited. I'm going to be the literally the Vikings podcast on this network. So um, I am. I am honored. Really. And just at a loss for words, this all, I literally just signed the contract before I came on. That's why I'm a little kind of disheveled right now. It's just like, wow, this finally happened. And to be doing it with a a group um, that is successful and and knows what they're doing and, you know, just phenomenal. Um, Podcast is going to be sponsored in part by DraftKings. Uh, working on that network as well. So make sure you go check them out. Follow them at Twitter at pigskinpodnet on Twitter at pigskinpodnet. And then the website pigskinpodcastnetwork.com. And you'll see all their shows. My, our show isn't up there yet. We'll we'll get all that taken care of here in the next few weeks. But honored to be a part of it. And by the way, this show has a new sponsor as well. Um, I've said things on Twitter, so it's not totally breaking news, but from the first time from my mouth, cultivated CBD in the house on board as well with the Sports Done Right podcast. Couldn't be happier to have those folks on. You know, my two sponsors, them, obviously, you got to get you some. You know, at 7th Avenue Pizza, the best frozen pizza in the land. Uh, But let me tell you a quick story here before we get into the actual podcast. And I thank you for kind of hanging with me here. I reached out to CBD, or excuse me, Cultivated CBD, because their stuff works. And in the world of CBD, I mean, you know, you can get CBD at a gas station. But... Does it work? I mean, people, there's a lot of fake stuff out there, a lot of stuff that doesn't work. And the thing that I like about Cultivated, here's the story for me. I was playing in the 10K or the 10,000 takes. Uh, those wonderful guys over there was in their uh, golf tournament. And Cultivated CBD was one of the whole sponsors. So, you know, they gave us some of their products, some gummies and things like that. A couple holes later, I don't know what happened, but I hit my drive and I had... A, a shooting pain in both of my forearms that I've never had on the golf course before. I've never experienced it and it hurt like hell and it hurt to the point where I didn't think I was going to be able to finish. You know, I think we had seven holes to go or something, seven, eight. I didn't think I was going to be able to finish realizing a couple holes before that we got some CBD products. I decided to give the gummies a shot here because I, I needed something because like I said, I, this was a pain the sports gov has never experienced. So took a couple of the gummies, you know, 25 minutes, half hour later, pain virtually gone. Was virtually gone. The roll-on is a f- phenomenal product. That's probably my favorite. If you got those old aching joints, bad knees, back, whatever it is, man, cultivated CBD. Also, if you have sleep issues, if you have anxiety, try cultivated CBD. Go to the website, cultivatedcbd.com. You can follow them at tw- on Twitter as well. And what I like about them as well is you ask them a question, 
<clears throat> excuse me, they're going to answer you. They're, they're going to help you. They're going to explain their products. So proud to have cultivated CBD on board. And folks, you already know 7th Avenue Pizza, Matt Nelson and the crew. I mean, Mamma Mia, it's, it's all in the, it's in the sauce. It's in the sauce. And, you know, this sauce on the 7th Avenue Pizza, a nice little bite to it. I love it. May not be for everybody, but I mean, the 7th Avenue Pizza is growing by leaps and bounds. So make sure you get you some Byerly's, Speedway, Holiday Stations, Hy-V, um, Lund's, Byerly's, everywhere, man. 7th Avenue Pizza. Make sure you get you some. All right. Like I said, um, major announcement there. So again, thanks to the guys over at the uh, Pigskin Podcast um, Network. And looking forward to doing big things with them. Also working on the video side and, and, you know, getting more video content that you can follow the Sports Gov as well. All right, so let's get to it here. Um, Let's just touch on, on the Gophers real quick here before we get into the Vikings. And... The one thing is with the Gophers, I think now we're starting to see what we thought we were going to see. And, you know, you don't have to really take a deep dive. You don't have to get on the sports psychologist's couch to know that the the Minnesota Golden Gophers, they're, they're just thin. They're just thin. They're 11-7 and seven now, 2-7 and seven in the Big Ten. Uh, lost to uh, Wisconsin, number 11 Wisconsin, 66-60 the other night. You know, Wisconsin's 8-2 and two in the Big Ten. They're 17-3 and three overall, kind of producing a very quiet Wisconsin season where they're becoming dominant again, but kind of under the radar. But for our Gophers, I mean, it is what it is. When you just, you don't have depth, this is what's going to happen. And now we're starting to see it. So the start was phenomenal. I think now it's just, it's too much to ask a team this thin to play in a power five conference and expect them to be on the upper uh, echelon of, of big 10 basketball. Now they can go out and win all these games and prove me wrong, but I think we're seeing it. And, and by the way, this is not a disparagement of the gopher program. You know, the start that they had those 10 wins, nobody expected them to win half those games. But now, Big Ten, um, they got another game with Illinois coming up here. You know, you're, it's just there's a lot of basketball talent in this conference. Purdue, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, um, Ohio State, um, personal sleeper of mine to maybe win the Big Ten. So, I mean, it's just a lot to ask Minnesota to come in here and be able to keep up um, long term during this season. But, you know, Jamison Battle, Eric Curry, Peyton Willis, you got players, man. And it'll be all right. It'll be all right. They just got to recruit. They got to have a, a bench. You know, a lot of these guys playing, you know, tons of minutes. Don't have a bench you can really count on, obviously. So it's going to take its toll. And, you know, the Gophers are probably not going to make the tournament after we had, you know, a little bit of hope possibly with that fast start that maybe they could uh, find a way to get in and still might, but I don't know. So good luck to them. And you know what? They'll be fine. They're doing great. Ben Johnson's doing great in recruiting. You got to love it. And like I said, they're going to be just fine. Um, women are suffering a little bit this year and 
the thing is there is they have a, a, a nice um, recruiting class coming in next year, but this year is uh, not going the way it, that we were hoping for for the, the ladies. And bear with me here. I'm just pulling up their information as well here on the Sports Dumb Right podcast. Um, 10 and 12 overall, 3 and 7 in conference. And, you know, coming off of the, well, what was the the big loss there? Oops, bear with me. You know, they lost. Well, having some computer issues, I do apologize. Oh, the Iowa game, that's right. 105 to 49, you know, there's obviously no two ways around that ass whooping. And I don't want to say there's rumblings because there really isn't. But I I heard for the first time in a very, very long time. Some folks may be starting to have questions on Lindsey Whalen. Lindsey Whalen's Minnesota basketball uh, god, and she's going to get a lot of leeway. But you know, some injury, you know, the usual stuff. But man, let's hope that uh, she can find a way to turn this around here. Uh, who do the Gophers? Uh, the women's they have Indiana coming up here in Bloomington. They got Michigan State coming in. Then they are on the road at Iowa February 9th next Wednesday. So we'll see if they can turn it around as well. Uh, some other things here. I was uh, at the at the Timberwolves-Phoenix game last Friday night. First off, I got to give a shout out to, it's called a Footprint Arena. I don't know where the footprint comes from. Phenomenal arena. Love the little remodel they've done since I was here. Last time I was there, Shaq was playing center for the Phoenix Suns. Cool, cool arena. Sports book, the FanDuel sports book was in the arena. I mean, you can go, you can, and nowadays, because Arizona's a, you know, you can bet legally on sports. So, you know, they got the set up there. You can run, make halftime bets. You can do it from your phone, whatever. But the arena, the experience, me and the wife were very impressed. Very cool arena. We jumped down in the sports book uh, in the second half. Wound up spending a lot of time down there because they have this awesome outdoor patio. And on a beautiful Arizona night, which it was, it was just like, man, we got to do this. We have got to do this. So we just sat outside. We, you know, we watched the Suns. Wolves, we watched a couple other games that we had some, oh, let's just say, uh, friendly wagers on. Uh, turned out to be a halfway decent night on the wagering front there. But being down here in Phoenix and just being able to do things like that and be outside, that's what it was all about. That's what the move west was and do the snowbird thing for the governor and the first lady in Minnesota sports. But, yeah, phenomenal arena. Uh, the Suns are for real once again. It was really cool to see Devin Booker, CP3, the you know, just the whole team 
You know, I've watched them a lot on TV. I've really respected what the Phoenix Suns as an organization has done down here in the desert and the teams that they have put together to just say, you know, basically F the Lakers, F the Clippers. We're going for our own title. And they just may very well get another shot at it again this year. So uh, congrats to them. A phenomenal experience. If you're ever down in the Phoenix area and you want to check out an NBA game, this is one of the cities you definitely want to do it in. Phenomenal arena. Lots to do. Great sight lines, really, no matter where you are. Uh, Compared to Target Center, they have a little bit bigger of a lower bowl. They have a... um, kind of a double-decker, two levels of of suites here, and then they have the upper level. But, man, it is a great, great setup down here. Um, Light rail stops right outside. It is just a phenomenal setup, and it's right next to Chase Field, the baseball stadium. So you got all the bars, restaurants, apartments, condos um, popping off. Now, I I haven't really been downtown a lot to kind of check it out. We all know what's going on back in uh, Minneapolis and the Twin Cities with uh, issues downtown and safety and whatnot. I've driven through a couple times, and I will say it looks like not as busy as I've seen it, but um, stuff happening, people out, you know, and people do live downtown here in Phoenix as well, so... Um, you know, great Timberwolves, man, they were, they, they got off to a slow start and they kept battling back. They kept battling back. It wasn't the best night for Carl Anthony Towns, but everybody else, they kept battling. They got it. They would always get it to about maybe five, four points right in there. But Phoenix literally would always seem to just be able to put their foot on the gas and, you know, in the end. Uh, take down the Timberwolves by 10 that night. But again, man, it's, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we'll see what the Timberwolves here. Um, let's, let's see here. One second. Oh, a little allergy sneeze maybe down here in the desert. Excuse the sports gov. All right. So um, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. When I come back, we'll discuss the Vikings, the coach, how, how I don't even know how a Harbaugh's like a is now in the lead, but there he is. <clears throat> Excuse me. We will talk about him, what he brings to the table, the other candidates. Uh, Brian Flores, like we said, he is suing the NFL for you know racism. And after the break, I'll get into that first, and then we'll end it with the Vikings. Folks, again, make sure you go check them out. <clears throat> check them out. 7th Avenue Pizza, the best frozen pizza around. And like I said, you got aches, pains, anxiety, some sleep issues. You got to check out Cultivated CBD, the roll-on, the gummies, uh, the body bombs. And they got new stuff coming out. I'm telling you, this stuff works. I use it all the time. I use it preventatively. Uh, a couple of days ago when I was out golfing, I actually used the roll-on on my knees and and uh, elbows before I went out on the golf. No issues at all. Normally, you know, I'm a little bit bigger guy. I got arthritis in the knees. Normally, I get a little sore towards the end of my rounds. Wasn't the case here. And, and rolled a couple, you know, put some more on after my golf round. Had no issues whatsoever. So, folks, cultivated CBD is the way to go. Make sure you check them out as well. After this break, 
We will be right back talking football and other things and ending the show live from the desert, people. Sports done right with Vince Wright, the sports governor. Minnesota, Arizona. Can I do a dual thing? (laughs) We'll find out. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright, host of the Sports Done Right podcast. And let me tell you something. When it comes to frozen pizza, there is only one pizza that stands out above the rest, and that is 7th Avenue Pizza, proud sponsor of the Sports Done Right podcast. Make sure you go get you some at Speedway, Holiday Stations, Lunds and Byerly's, Hy-Vee, amongst other places as well. We thank them for supporting the show. 7th Avenue Pizza. I am Vince Wright, and I approve this message. This is Bobby Boucher from the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right.
They always talking this and that, claiming their righteousness. They say that they preach love, but the unworthy get dismissed. They say unity's the only answer. Then they turn around and alienate me. I wonder when will we ever learn to stop repeating history? I said my style's on a natural high And inspiration's what I told He asked me how would I categorize And I replied my music's a reflection of me I just write, relate, and recite All these crazy things I see are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now let's get back to the show. Folks. Welcome back to the Sports Done Right. Podcast. All right, now here we go. 
Sports Done Right Podcast. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor, live at the Western Abode, as we're calling it here, Phoenix, Arizona, Valley of the Sun, a beautiful, uh, uh, well, actually, it was a little cloudy today, a little cloudy, probably just short of 70 degrees, but what can I say, man? I am in paradise for a few weeks out of the Minnesota winter, couldn't do it no more was sitting in the hot tub today pondering what took us so long to even do it in the first place. Folks, I'm just going to tell you this before I get into the football and the Vikings and everything else here. Just on a personal note, we got a lot of crap in the world going on right now. Vaccine, anti-vaccine, Trump and I, Trump still, even though he's not president, Do you hate Biden? Do you call him Brandon? All this nonsense going on. Everybody's just all wrapped on. I shouldn't call it nonsense. I mean, you know, it's it's life and everyday things and politicians doing stuff that that does affect us. But when it's all said and done, you still have to live your life. And the sports governor, you know, would, would just say, live your life. You know, be true to your principles, do everything that you that you do and all that, but you still gotta live your life. Don't let these the the politics, the the personal animosity that you have with people over politics and, and just life in general, whatever the situation is, get out and enjoy your life. You only get one. You don't know how long you're gonna be here. Enjoy it. And and that's what I've done. And, and and that's what I'm trying to do. Make no mistake, I'm I'm a blessed man to that we're able to do this. But it has been wonderful for the spirit, <laughs> for the mind, for the body, just to be outside. You know, I made fun of my wife. I'm actually getting in the pickleball now. It's just been nice to sit outside by the pool and read and and listen to to podcasts. And then don't get it twisted either. This isn't a vacation. Me and the wife are working. We're working every day. We're you know making our calls, doing our thing. We're just trying to get done with work earlier in the day so we can get out and do things and you know play some golf and and go on a hike and do all these things in a warmer climate. So folks, live your life. You know, haters gonna hate as they say, but you know, do you? And long as you're a good person, everything's gonna be all right. So, Brian Flores, former Miami Dolphins coach, is suing the NFL for racism. All right, um, alleging racism in hiring practices. This stems. This story broke later or late today, as the lawsuit was filed, where. And I have the USA Today um, story up from Mike Jones, USA Today writer. Um, Let's see here. In documents filed on behalf of Flores in Manhattan Federal Court, the former coach who was fired by the Dolphins despite a winning season, actually two winning seasons, 
contends that his interview with the Giants was nothing more than a move to satisfy the Rooney rule, which now requires teams to interview at least two external minority candidates for all head coaching vacancies. The Giants also interviewed Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier, as well as Patrick Graham, the team's defensive coordinator, who was an internal candidate and would not have counted towards the Rooney rule requirements. So what had happened? And again, reading from the story here, Flores uses text messages allegedly sent by Bill Belichick as grounds for his argument that the Giants had no intention of hiring him. So here's where it gets interesting. Belichick, whom Flores coached under prior to taking the Miami job three years ago, allegedly texted Flores in advance of his interview telling him the Giants wanted to hire him. Flores replied that he really wanted the job. Yeah, who wouldn't, right? I mean, cool. Bill Belichick, my homies, tell me these guys want me. Back to the story. But Bill Belichick allegedly apologized, saying he had made a mis- or had mistakenly texted Flores that the Giants were hiring uh, the ball as their next coach, even though Flores had yet to interview. Flores interviewed with the team last Thursday, and the Giants announced the Bulls hire last Saturday. More shady shenanigans from the NFL and, and the the supposed Rooney rule and all this stuff. Back to the story, it says in the it's been nearly 20 years since the NFL implemented the Rooney rule, which requires NFL teams to interview diverse candidates for a vacant head coach, general manager, coordinator, or other senior positions. However, quote, however, as the complaint makes clear, the Rooney rule is not working. Let's talk about that. Um, just to finish out on, on Flores here. I hope this gets to trial. And like my friend Sid Jackson on Facebook said, and other people have said that I've talked to, you can't take the hush money, Coach Flores. Don't take the hush money. That the NFL is undoubtedly going to throw your way to shut the hell up. Because this this is the type of stuff that has to get to a trial and to a jury. That's the only way this stuff's going to stop. I will throw in the, you know, the usual allegedly on everything that Coach Flores is alleging. But... You know, the other part of this story is that the owner wanted him, the owner of the Dolphins wanted him to tank games so that the Dolphins could have a better draft position. Wasn't happy when Brian Flores' Miami Dolphins were winning games. Wanted to try and get a, um, a, a name quarterback, let's say, as part of the team. Brian Flores said that that is against the tampering rules. The owner then invites Coach Flores out to his yacht or a yacht and just casually mentions that said quarterback is actually on his way and is close by and is going to be stopping by. Coach Flores leaves the yacht immediately, again, citing the tampering rules and all this. And from then on, it seems like he was, as they say, persona non grata for Miami ownership. So all this stuff needs to go to trial. 
Um, you know, NFL has billions upon billions that they'll try and throw a big chunk of money his way and settle and all this stuff. But this is the type of stuff that needs to come out because this is the only stuff that's going to stop the NFL from the the way that they've been doing business. And that is, you know, getting back to the Rooney rule. Yeah, it sounds great. It always sounds great. But basically all they're doing is, okay, bring in on, you know, bring in our two black candidates. Okay, we interviewed them. Let's go get who we really want. One black NFL head coach, Mike Tomlin. We'll see if some other things shake out. But again, it, this is just really ridiculous. Flores file Flores is filing and this is what I was talking about also alleged the Dolphins owner Stephen Ross offered to pay and that's the part I left out he offered to pay him allegedly a hundred thousand dollars per loss to enhance the team's draft position in 2019 and then it goes on to mention uh Ross pressured him to recruit a prominent quarterback um a lot of people feel a little, potentially that may have been Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Again, that's all alleged and whatnot. But I hope, Flores, you get the best legal team. I hope somebody takes on your case uh, pro bono because this is the type of stuff that needs to be shown that the NFL is just doing dirty business. And we all love football. We all watch it. But behind the scenes, man, some of this crap has just got to stop. So I hope that uh, Coach Flores can get the trial. I hope he doesn't take the hush money. And let's see what happens. All right, my friends. Vikings, let's get to it. Nice article by Ben Gessling in the Star Tribune today that I was reading. So the Vikings got their head, or excuse me, got their general manager. Queasy comes in, and um, Queasy uh, Adolfo Mensa. Let me do him justice by announcing his full name. Now we're down the road to four. We have Patrick Graham. From the Giants, Kevin O'Connell, excuse me, Kevin O'Connell, Raheem Morris, and lo and behold, the Dark Horse. Out of nowhere, people, Jim Harbaugh from the University of Michigan has, I guess for all intents and purposes, he's being interviewed tomorrow. Um, I, I guess mistakenly I called it National Signing Day it is a, a national signing day, but maybe it's not the main one. But anyway, still, you know, you're, you're the head coach of a, you know, prominent college football program on that day of all days being interviewed in Minnesota. But it goes to show you that, look, there has to be real interest from Harbaugh. Why do this? Honestly, I mean, doesn't we don't hear any new deals coming out of Michigan. How did it happen? Well, apparently, our new GM, 
worked with Harbaugh. So there is a pre-existing relationship there. You go through the numbers because that's what everybody's always going to look at. And, you know, Harbaugh has not had the best go of it at the University of Michigan. But in his NFL stint, he was 44-19-1. And that's with, or excuse me, four years with San Fran. He took San Francisco to three consecutive NFC championship games, one Super Bowl, the infamous lights out game. He lost to his brother, John Harbaugh, who was coaching Baltimore. Um, Last, the go around for Colin Kaepernick, who almost led San Francisco back to a a thrilling victory after that infamous, the, the power went out there and the game was delayed a little bit. And all of a sudden, San Francisco comes out of nowhere and then literally comes back after Baltimore was really putting them on in the first half. But anyway, so there's that success on a pro level. Listen, Byron Leftwich was my first choice on a personal level. I get Harbaugh if he's truly interested. Not my favorite because... As I'm sure you've been hearing in the Twin Cities press, we've been having issues with the culture out there at TCO. That's the Vikings headquarters for those that don't know out in Eagan, Minnesota. You know, everybody's scared walking on eggshells around Zimmer and and crew and this and that. I think Harbaugh's kind of along that line, a little more of the hard-nosed coach. I don't know. I don't know. I've never played for him. I don't know. If somebody knows, tell me. But all of a sudden, you go through Vikings Twitter, the news, here it is. Now, he he does bring the name, he does bring resume. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know with him. I just don't know. And, and listen, that's it. I don't know. People were asking me, well, Gov, what do you think? Harbaugh, good hire? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he knows X's and O's. We just talking, you know, yeah, he, he you know, he brought San Fran to the to the championship games and this and that. And if you can find a way to relate to these dudes still, I guess it could work. But I was hoping for someone a little bit younger, maybe a little bit more dynamic in the thought process. And, you know, you still have people out there. I mean, we have second interviews with Raheem Morris set up, Kevin O'Connell, uh, O'Connell has been the favorite. He was a favorite early on, I think, with with some Vikings fans. Um, Patrick Graham, you know, good coach and I. I, I don't know if, if I would make him my head coach here in Minnesota. Um, like I said, I would really love to see Byron Leftwich here. Um, I think the buzz has kind of calmed down on Eric Bieniemy with uh, Kansas City, and we'll talk about the playoffs here in just a second as well. But we're going to find out really quickly here as Vikings, you know, like I said, they got um, Jim Harbaugh in tomorrow. They got second interviews with the, with the rest of the slate. I don't know. I think if Harbaugh's coming, I think that means that Kirk Cousins is staying. Um, there's no real super-duper quarterback prospect coming out of college football that you know that says hey we got a draft to get number one or two or anything like that so i assume if it's harbaugh he's going to come in and want a a a veteran and you can love him or you can hate him 
but that's what Kurt is. Um, you know, I don't see Harbaugh coming in to start over right away at quarterback with someone brand new, Kellen Mond, whoever it may be. Um, but this is just real interesting how it's all played out. And there's still people, you know, I was talking to a couple friends today and we're just sitting there going, really? Can they, is Jim, really Jim Harbaugh? Really? Is this going to happen? I don't know. Vikings got to do their own Rooney rule as well. But I don't know. Um, From the story here in the paper from Gosling today in the Star Tribune, towards the end of it, it says whispers about Harbaugh possibly returning to the NFL had bubbled up in recent weeks and reports connecting him to the Dolphins. Um, owner Stephen Ross is a prominent Michigan booster sprung up after the Vikings per first discussion with the coach on Saturday. Ross said he would not be in uh excuse me, would not be the person to pry Harbaugh away from Michigan, but he would make a play for the coach. If the Vikings interest suggested his return to the NFL is imminent. So there you go. Now you might have uh, uh Miami sitting out there possibly as well for Harbaugh, but um, Vikings are the first ones to get a crack at them. We'll see what happens. Uh, Defensive coordinator from the Giants, like we said, Patrick Graham, who was kind of a little bit off the radar. He earned the second interview, apparently. He did good. So the Vikings brought him back in. Um, There doesn't really seem to be a whole lot of excitement for our Patrick Graham hiring. So I don't see that happening as well. The Vikings... Also, we're going to be talking to the 49ers defensive coordinator, um, D'Amico Ryans, uh, on Tuesday. That'd be today, but returned early after Ryans pulled out of the search. So um, he chose to stay in San Francisco. Stay tuned. Lots happening with the Vikings. Um, I think we're going to know in the next day or two on this coaching thing. So we'll, you know, I might pop up, do a quick little show to give you my initial thoughts on the hiring. But yeah, it's it's getting down to it here because once they get their coach, they got to get the team. They got to figure it out. Lots going on. Kirk's contract. Is he staying or going? He's staying more, in, in my personal opinion, he's going to stay. But all kinds of other issues at other positions, other players, free agents, all kinds of stuff going on with the Vikings. So stay tuned. All right. To end the show, NFL's greatest year of playoffs continues. Listen, man, I'm just going to say this because obviously doing a Tuesday night show, you've, you got all the stats, you've seen it, you got all your numbers. I'm just going to say this. Joe Burrow is a player. I like the kid at LSU. Loved them that senior year and when they were able to, you know, kind of break the monotony from Clemson and Alabama playing for all them championships. That was awesome. So props to him. Fly Ty, I appreciate you in the chat room, my friend. What up to you, sir? Um, Burrow's just a stud. And he is really phenomenal. I, I'm just, I'm a fan. I'll admit it. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I don't really have a dog in the fight. You know, the the Cincinnati story, 
them back to the Super Bowl since what 88 you know it's a great story a, a wonderful fan base that has suffered for a long time gets their quarterback and and obviously Joe coming back off an of injury and you know with you know Chase down there and everybody else doing a great job the defense doing good and you know they're going to be at home or excuse me on the road playing another home team in the Super Bowl the Los Angeles Rams man what Matt Stafford in a Super Bowl? It finally happened. It wasn't going to happen in Detroit. I'll tell you that. So the Rams, you know, after San Francisco coming in, almost pulling off, you know, a minor upset. I won't say it was. A, it would have been a colossal upset because San Fran defense busting up people, uh, Garoppolo doing just enough, uh, Debo really showing you the special player that he is for them. But the Rams find a way to come back, get the win at home. And that crowd was 50-50. And, you know, that's just one of the things with Los Angeles. There's always going to be a large representation from the visitors. San Francisco, man, the 49ers fans came in flux down there. And it was something to see, but congratulations to the Rams. So here we go, Cincinnati, L.A. Rams, I think the last I saw were a four-point favorite over the Niners playing at home, or excuse me, um, against Cincinnati playing at home at SoFi and in the Super Bowl. So that'll be interesting just to see the Rams representation because I'm going to tell you something, Cincinnati fans are going to be out there too. Like I said, this is the first time in, what, 30, 40 years, and you better believe that if they can afford it, uh, Houday is going to be in the house, okay? So congratulations to both squads. It was fun to see this playoff run of these magical games. has just been something to watch again. Uh, just phenomenal. The NFL has gotten very lucky this year because now it's kind of diverting um, from some of the issues we just uh, spoke about, but those issues aren't going away. But man, two weeks, we'll see what happens. I, I guess I, I guess since I like Burrow a lot, I, if you ask me who I'm kind of pulling for, I guess I'd say Cincinnati. I have a few friends that are uh, Bengals fans, but I just want to see a good game, and I think we're going to get one here. So we'll talk more about the Super Bowl next week. We'll talk more about Cincinnati, Los Angeles. We'll get a little bit more into the NBA as well. Uh, tell you how the Timberwolves are faring, if they can make the playoffs, and what the second half of the season looks like for them. And also, we're going to get into go for football a little bit, kind of let you know what the signings look like, uh, transfer portal, things like that as well. So, um, folks, again, the big news, uh, the show signed. It's a... Uh, on the dotted line, we are part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and I am very, very excited. Again, folks, check them out on Twitter at PigskinPodNet, or excuse me, at PigskinPod, P-O-D-Net, the website, PigskinPodcastNetwork.com, um, all part of the Amaze Media Labs uh, family there. And again, I am just so very, very excited to be part of the crew, man. The show, we're taking off. We're doing big things. 
And I just want to thank all my friends, my family, my podcast friends out there. You know who you are um, for the success. So with that, we are going to end the Sports Done Right podcast tonight. We'll be back next week. Going to try and line up a guest or two here to talk about the Super Bowl. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor live, the Minnesota sports governor live from Phoenix, Arizona. Enjoying the heat. I'm about to go have myself another drink on the deck. And um, who knows? I don't know. Maybe just put on a little reggae, maybe a little, I don't know, a little something, a little mellow music. Just enjoy this wonderful evening down here. All my friends and family back in Minnesota, stay warm. Love you. See you in April. And if you're in the neighborhood in Phoenix, stop by and say hi to the Gov. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Good to be back with you. I am Vince Wright. Follow me at the Big Smooth One on Twitter. Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. You can follow that on Instagram and Facebook. And again, check out 7th Avenue Pizza, the best frozen pizza in Minnesota. Again, you got to get you some people. You know where to find it. Lunds, Byerly's, High V. Where else um, I miss it? Oh, Holiday, Speedway, uh, gas stations. And just check them out on social media and keep an eye because they're, they're adding new stores all the time. Our friends over at Cultivated CBD, the best CBD products out there. Again, folks, you got pain issues, you got anxiety, you want to sleep better at night. Cultivated CBD has all the products, body bombs, roll-ons, the gummies, Check it all out, cultivatedcbd.com. And folks, again, again, please check out pigskinpodcastnetwork.com. Very excited to be part of the family there. All right, be cool, be safe, and I will stay warm here in the Valley of the Sun. I am Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. This is the Sports Done Right Podcast. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the Governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.